0: Trying to find your next spot for a show or event, look no further because Stutterbox Productions is here to help. If you're looking for a solid team of people to get you started with your next gig or event, these are the people to contact. They're bringing back field trips September 16th and 17th and have plenty of more other shows lined up. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to Stutterbox Productions Facebook page for all of your needs today. If you want to plan your next video or project, Gorilla Graphics Design Agency can provide you with a clean and fresh-looking product. Having personally collaborated with this company several times, I can say from experience that they know their shit, and working with them has been worth every fucking penny. They have everything you can ask for with professional equipment and a stellar end product from top to bottom. Head over to guerrillagraphics.com for all your needs today. That's G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A-G-R-F-X.com. hello everybody you're watching slash listening to McAllister hours i'm your host cole McAllister. we're here today on a very hot sweaty muggy day out of <laughs> nowhere out of fucking nowhere we were just bitching about this before the podcast michael m jenny hey. jenny how the fuck you do, man man i'm doing great how you been man i've been good i've been um you know we were talking earlier the podcast has been doing really well
1: for sure it has been man i see everything on facebook instagram and tiktok man it's it's good to see that you know what you're doing is taking off and and working
0: thank you man i appreciate that well it you know it really uh gives me a sense of direction mm-hmm. you know i'm in the the reason i'm drinking at one o'clock in the afternoon one o'clock so- <laughs> Hey, if you if you watch our last episode, we lay it out there. We're 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 transparent about our alcoholism. I don't think I'm an alcoholic, but I don't mind a
1: brewski. You know, one, it's not like I wake up every every single day like I need a drink to get out of bed. But on a a day off, one o'clock, hey, let me have one or two, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah yeah it's it's supposed to be free country it's, right. it's not that's what they tell us anyway. You know? <laughs> right we gotta enjoy ourselves somehow we gotta de-stress you know yeah we gotta be fucking free somehow right yeah well and you know there's different degrees of alcoholism you know yes i'm not like hitting the the pint at mm-hmm. 9 a.m <laughs> right they're, right you know you see those videos of people whose like livers are just shot and they're mm-hmm. like I, I remember there was one where a guy he would drink like a gallon pint of alcohol every day that is I, I that now that is out of control that's like water that yeah. it's like it and the thing that's really um you know dangerous about that is like those people would fucking die literally mm-hmm. if they quit
1: oh yeah oh yeah for sure because their body is so depending on de- dependent on it. i mean i've uh, it's unfortunate like i knew somebody like that that if they didn't have alcohol in their system like straight to the hospital they're you know having the shakes trembling because their body is so dependent on alcohol you know yeah
0: well that's what worries me too about like uh like the the growth of Xanax, right? You know, benzos, because yes. they have the very similar effect. Like if you don't wean off those, like mm-hmm. you can really go through withdrawal and like have some serious problems. Oh
1: yeah, those, uh, you know, the the Lean, like things like that. If you're such a frequent user and you go cold turkey, your body's like the hell. Like I need that shit and so, you know so then your body goes through withdrawals and stuff like that
0: yeah don't you gotta love that uh you know you gotta be 21 by alcohol but right xanax you just have to be nervous on planes and you, you get a, it for, and get a script yeah and some people give for free you know, <laughs> you know
1: and i don't i don't i don't know about that life you know I, i've never done no no ish like that i've, I've seen people off of that and they look like ugh, zombies yeah. i took but... benzos
0: for on oh, off for probably like four or five years okay yeah i i think uh marijuana usage really helped like coming off of it mm-hmm. because uh um i don't know if i should mention this uh, a family of like you know close relative family member i know mm-hmm. just started on xanax mm-hmm. and like I, I was telling you know their other person like you know keep an eye on them right like you need you should like, even if a doctor says okay here's some xanax like yeah they're doing that but you know they're also making a shit ton of money
1: doing it oh yeah yeah it's, <laughs> you know? it, it's something to sell from a ph- uh, pharmaceutical company and, and uh, at at the same time like I don't knock people who use you know Xanax and uh, what was the other one uh well just like benzos like yeah, Xanax, yeah, content, benzos. yeah. anything if, like that if you use that for what it's intended for then yeah that's cool but when you use it like recreationally for whatever you're trying to do I'm like that's where I'm like alright yeah you're getting a little bit dangerous but you know everybody's different how they they deal with their stuff so
0: yeah exactly i i definitely <clears throat> think it should be limited to like people who have severe mm-hmm. like pe- like if you're in a state where like you cannot prevent yourself from like hurting yourself or hurting mm-hmm. someone else or right. something else crazy like that like mm-hmm. yeah like give them a xanax oh, but yeah, sure. you know honestly um i i've never done this and i don't really know how i feel like know much about like the experience or how like i would do with that but like ketamine that's Mm -hmm. what they use that for like kind of like a quick instant like if somebody's freaking out they just like give them ketamine like they have like a little syringe and they just
1: yeah no, no, i've never experienced that but i'd be i bet i bet that's an experience itself um yeah yeah, it's it's a dangerous things with the it's a dangerous thing with those type of you know medications and and things that, you know, quote unquote, help the brain and stuff. So,
0: yeah, you, you got to be knowledgeable in what you're doing. And you have to, like, think about it from, like, a, you know, outside perspective, mm-hmm. and like, a, like a real world perspective. Like, right. what's really going on here? Right. It's, it's,
1: you're messing with somebody's, you know, brain chemistry and, um, and how they operate. So, it,
0: yeah, it gets tricky a little bit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Michael and Jenny, uh, yes, what, sir. What, what you got in the works right now? What are you doing?
1: Uh, you know, I think the last time I was here, I was, uh, yeah, I was working on, you know, the a summer single, and, and then I dropped that. And then after that, I kind of just stepped back for a little bit and put my fo- my focus towards the EP. So right now, I haven't dropped any material in almost, almost a year, because I believe I dropped in August. So during this time span, um, Relapse went to BT Jams. I was on national television. Um, I've just really been wow. working on kind of perfecting my craft for this EP, because I have a lot of material um, that I want to release, but I have to make sure that what I'm doing is actually right and not to rush anything. So Tokos 2, Good Vibes 2, we're working on the music video that drops later on in June, but I'm going out to Texas, you know, top of June to knock that out. And I'm excited. Definitely expect that it's going to be something different that I haven't really put forward. Like it's choreography, like I'm dancing, like I'm really trying to show y'all like, Hey, this is the lane I'm going with. Um, and then after that, it's uh, it's gonna be the first thing off the EP, which I'm very excited about, and that sets the tone for the whole, you know, EP six tracks. Um, it's gonna be an awesome rollout. We did the photo shoot in Minneapolis at this Union Depot train station, and that was an experience itself. Uh, shout out to you know a family member of mine, Peace. She really got me out of my comfort zone. I was really able to you know dance around, move a little bit, and get. You know kind of in my zone of hey i gotta be comfortable doing a photo shoot because like a photo shoot you can't really just be stellar still and mute. you have to you know feel the vibe you gotta have some music playing or something to get what you need done um so that that alone i'm 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 very excited about
0: fuck yeah man yeah. well so it sounds like you're traveling a lot like uh what have you all been doing the you know like i'm assuming kind of hey you know COVID and all that you kind of take a little time off but like mm-hmm. what have you what have you been all doing since then
1: uh since like with traveling yeah i've been all over the place uh let me backtrack it think because it's been it's been so long i've been kind of the end of last year i was kind of just around just working on promoting relapse and when this year came around i just started traveling like i went to chicago To go do a little uh commercial thing for like fubu like a little clothing um you know revamping rebranding thing and that was something i've never done um shout out to you know one of my good friends moise and io who gave me the opportunity and those are two great creatives that um that you know i you know in a sense look up to because they're very far in what they're doing and to see what they're doing in their craft is very inspiring um so shout out to those two and that was you know opportunity um but besides that, uh, I don't think I've really done too much traveling. I mean, Minneapolis, mm-hmm. um, Texas is what I'm really, like, gearing towards. Like, I'm trying to knock okay. out. But besides that, it's just really been home base and just staying home, working, working, working on Grindin'. music. Yeah, that's that's what I really just have to do just stay home. Because I'm really passionate about, like, what I'm about to give to y'all. I see. And when I drop, like, it's going to be, I feel like it will be consistent and... Um, something that is very much needed. I, I feel like for me,
0: that's awesome, man. Uh, the kendra Kamar approach, you know, yeah, T- taking your time and fucking, have to. fuck yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I, you know, I, I love, I love your like unique, uh, you know, blunt, especially like you know from what we have on the show usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a very cool, you know, you have a great voice, you have a cool way of doing things. So, oh, thank you, man, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah, and what did you say? To, you say you had like an interview or something recently? Um, or maybe I'm tripping in the I interview
1: uh, I think I think I said earlier, like um one of my music videos was on national television. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry yeah uh, that was that was very, very fun to see again because it's a couple of, of my other music videos have also been on b t jams, but this one relapse was one of those like like i was I was in awe of that because this was one of those songs where it was it was personal, but it was I felt good about releasing it and it was one of my best songs I feel to date and the fact that i look at the analytics and the numbers and i'm like wow people are still streaming this like a year and some change later and people are still talking about the song and it was placed the video was placed a year later i'm like man this is it's humbling and that lets me know like hey whatever i'm doing something's working so it just lets me like hey just keep grinding and keep being consistent because that's what you know consumers want and people that wanna support you, if you show consistency, they're gonna always tap in and be like, Yo, I like this guy, I like what what he's doing because you're gonna have, you know, that side and then, you know, the other side where you don't really have people fucking with you for whatever dumb reasons that you don't <laughs> understand. But at the end of the day, what I one thing I've always learned is like whatever you drop on social media, whatever it is, music, cool, they may not react to it, but they saw that shit. They may they may not like heart mm-hmm. it or whatever, but just know they saw that shit. And that's that's enough for me because, like, if I don't see certain numbers, I'm just like, all right, cool. Let me keep let me keep pushing and keep going because eventually when I drop something else, those numbers that I was expecting translate to that because that was interesting to them. Mm. Um, so, it's just about consistency and just really um, trust yourself about what you're doing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I can appreciate that, like, especially, like, you know, we were talking earlier, kind of like a podcast perspective. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it is true that, like, Every, like everyone does see it even if they're like hey i don't fuck with that or mm-hmm. like you know hey, this like for in your case like i don't, I don't really like this song or this mm-hmm. video or whatever like but there's it's still in their mind it's still seeing it and like that's still a step above you know most people who give it a try they're like oh i put it out oh they don't like it oh okay yeah
1: that 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 is exactly 100 that's actually honestly one of the reasons why <clears throat> i kind of step back for a little bit because mm. the like i'm not shy of i'm not like upset about criticism i can take criticism because that, that lets me know i need to you know that that lets me know hey keep working at your craft you know keep finding what you're, you're looking for stay true to yourself work on your sound but what i was hearing um was like hey like certain your certain records sound the same uh mm. sa- same beat structure blah blah and i'm thinking to myself like afro pop afro beat is the same rhythm the same you know Not the same rhythm, but you know it's a it's a danceable groove. Not all the melodies are the same. I don't go into the studio into my studio and record the same melodies and songs and stuff. But to them, it sounds like that. So when I hear those things, I'm just like, man. And it's pretty detailed and lengthy about what they're saying, and you kind of you read it and you have to kind of analyze and be like, okay, this is how they feel, and you have to think logically how to respond, not to respond with emotions, but be like, hey, I can appreciate that. I I understand where you're coming from and you know it gets to a back and forth sometimes and sometimes it has to end to hey i respect what you're what you're saying but my music is not for everybody and you know through conversations and messages like that i kind of stepped back and been like okay let me work on my penmanship and not just you know drop whatever if i feel you know that's what's going on but i did take a step back and kind of reset and refocus and after a while just was just like you know i'm doing the right thing it might not be for them but some things i could i can change and through that it's just like you know you got to keep going never use mm. doubt or self-doubt or whatever is out there that's negative coming towards you knock what you're doing always always remember that you're a dope person and like nobody nobody could really fuck with what you're doing or your lane you know
0: yeah that's a really uh you know good self-critical perception of it you know um because yeah you're definitely not going to please everyone like mm-hmm. that's kind of yeah. an impossible goal and i think like w- when you're initially doing something and you have those people that dislike it it mm-hmm. almost like at this point it's like for me personally it's like fuel almost oh it's you, like you know you're you, doing
1: you you hit the nail on the gun yeah <laughs> yeah it's just like oh you said this all right watch this this world would do yeah it, it fuels you yeah
0: yeah well like, like you know for me like posting on social like when like i'm at the point now where i just don't respond like if if I post something controversial, like it's just there, mm-hmm. and then I just watch the comments go. Like especially right. on TikTok, you know, Right, right. like uh, a lot of those clips. They it, and like TikTok, honestly, TikTok, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's hilarious. Yeah, like w- just watching watching these people just like flip out and like get so upset over like a forty five second clip. And it's like, dude, what is wrong? <laughs> you see them like like complete strangers going at it in the comments. It's right. like a mini Reddit forum. It's just like i i turn the notifications off on my tiktok because it would just bother me constantly but I, like when i have those clips i find myself like just checking tiktok and mm-hmm. just seeing like oh oh my gosh it's hilarious and you know like, if it's funny enough i share and like yeah it's uh it, it, like, like yeah like i said it's fuel
1: you know it definitely is no I, I definitely feel that aspect like people take the time out of their day to express like whatever negativity over a 45 second clip <laughs> off of Instagram and, and TikTok. And that's like why my notifications are off for, for TikTok and Insta because some things, you know, I'll comment under or certain things I'll post and um, certain individuals will comment on. And I'm, and I'm looking through these things. I'm just like, man, y'all feel like that? Y'all really do? And I'm just like, yo, I'm, I'm not really going to respond. I only respond when it gets to a point of, like, disrespectful stuff. That's where mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, now I need to express myself in a, you know, respectful manner and let them know, like, hey, this is not okay. But other than that, like, when i see people take time out of their day i just know like yo you're really unhappy in life like you <laughs> you're, real you're really sad about something like you probably your wife probably yelled at you this morning or, <laughs> or you probably like i don't know you probably lost some money or something and you you really had to just throw some negativity on a 45 second clip that really was probably like something positive but you know you want to start some controversy or whatever yeah
0: well and it is like really hard to combat that mm-hmm. like in the social media presence and be be mindful and be like hey how does this really affect me mm-hmm. like it really takes like you know finding things to like put yourself aside like mentally even if it's you know even if it's not the best way i think it's you know like you like even if you're like using a substance mm-hmm. or like you know gaming too much like I, right. like I i would argue that that might not necessarily but might still be better than like the insanity of social media and like because that sends dopamine rushes to your brain too mm-hmm. and that's like a whole like psychological like ruins relationships over right. like you know whatever 200 characters like somebody's friendship can be ended right. you know it's insane
1: yeah it's it's the whole thing like a, a impulse reaction every like mm-hmm. e- even myself I have a, a thing of being very impulsive like I'll see something and not even think it through until I have commented or said something I'm just like oh, okay hold up I just, you know, did something or said something out of anger or something I shouldn't have said all because I was impulsive. I didn't think that through. And I think a lot of us deal with things like that. We don't really stop to think of how is how it's going to affect us or the other people or, or just as a like a whole generalization. And it is it's like pretty apparent now this day with everything else going on, like with I feel like with COVID, Everything that happened two years ago, that's pretty... That's now cashing up to us. And, like, everybody's trying to get back to a normal life. And what I'm saying is, like, people's, like, impulsive. They just on
0: edge, on the go. Like, it's it's a crazy time we live in now. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, like you said, impulsive. The, it, it, and, you know, that's kind of, like... You see that, like, in journalism. Mm-hmm. You see that... Or, like, even, like, on the Snapchats. I was watching, like, a a Snapchat story of, like, the Amber Heard shit, which I don't even know why I fucking... Keep my find myself wasting time. I think it's because she's hot. I think that's the reason that <laughs> Amber Heard. Oh, that jo- Johnny uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's a crazy cunt, but she's. E- um. <laughs> it's a crazy
1: time we live in. Yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm hearing what's being said, and I'm like, man, I hope, I hope what I'm hearing is like not really what's going on of a a woman who beat up on a man and then used that against him in public eye and ruined his life. You know, I really hope that is not really what's going on because that that is now the thing happening in twenty twenty two.
0: Yeah. Believe all women
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will definitely I, (laughs) I will definitely believe anything anything women-wise that is f- that is factual and actually happened, like, yeah, I'm, legitimate. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm all for that. But when it gets to a point of like you're you're trying to tarnish somebody intentionally when they didn't really do it, mm-hmm. that's when it's just you know a fine line drawn because you're ruining
0: you're ruining somebody's <laughs> life yeah exactly well y- you watch like uh footage from her private trial yeah and the current trial like the same material and mm-hmm. completely different reaction mm-hmm. you know it- it's so painstakingly obvious and i think it's it really attributes to how narcissistic this woman is yeah to like still be going at it at this point with like because she can't like not be seeing the shit on tiktok they, she- didn't they take a week I think they took a week. I read that today, they took like a week in the middle of the trial off. Yes, it's yes. like there's no fucking way that she didn't like catch like at least see like a fraction of all the bullshit. Not the bullshit, but like the bu- the shit that she's getting for right. everything on TikTok, like you know, their net.
1: I, I I really hope she's aware of like everything that's going on because like I, I'll go on social media and I'd see every so often of little clips, especially like the the whole. Nose and tissue situation. Uh, the, the coke? Like, did you really just snort some shit in, <laughs> in, in court, thinking that, like, the whole world, like, I see you doing yeah. that shit.
0: The bitch, the bitch took the tissue, paused for, paused for right. a shoot, and then snorted cocaine
1: out of it. I'm like, you are gold. <laughs>
0: yeah. did, wanna-
1: did you see the one with the water bottle? No, we'll have a way down.
0: There was one where she was, like, drinking a water bottle, and then, like, uh, uh, one of the officers uh, walks by and she just, like, puts it in her pocket. There's speculation that it's alcohol. And it, she had like two different water bottles. It also shows like how out of touch the justice system is for like all all these things are going on. on and here on, I want. And, and here just I want like to thing,
1: there. I want to think that's not really what's going on, but it's really what's going on. Yeah, well, at the very least, it should be talked
0: about, right? right. They should be like going over it. They should yeah. be, like, hey, uh, leaking footage. It looks like the defendant might be using substances in the courtroom. Like I would have, I would have <laughs> tested her ass right there and there. Like I would have ran footage and been like, yo. So what's
1: this right here that you're doing or what's this I'm finding in your system? Because it's it's pretty apparent when it's posted all over the world and the whole like everybody can see it. Yeah. And there's nothing about, you know, any like aftermath, anything being done about it legal wise, if that's what's really what's going
0: on. And let me say, as a libertarian, I don't even care if she was doing that. But it's double standard to, like, have this whole case where she's, like, trying mm-hmm. to throw Johnny Depp under the bus for doing all these drugs. And, and, like, she's just as much of a drug user as he is. I mean, I, I think they're both. I mean, especially if they were married and in a relationship for that long. Like, you have to be using the same. If he's snoring coke, he's fucking snoring coke with them, you know? I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm,
1: I'm a firm believer in that. Like, if you're, hanging any, if you're hanging around anybody doing some coke, doing some Zans or whatever. You are definitely doing that shit with them. If yeah. if you're hanging around them routinely, like whatever the case is, you're definitely doing that. And I've and, and and you could try and argue about it, but I feel like that's just like facts. Like like you are who you you hang around with. If they hang around doing whatever, whatever, you're gonna do that with them, you know? Because you want to hang around with them, you want to relate or whatever.
0: Yeah, man. There was a <laughs> uh, when I was still going through my separation and divorce, I was talking with this uh, stripper, and she uh she was a huge cokehead. Like, no, to the point where, like, her nostril, like, was, like, one hole. Like, it fucked up her nose. And, like, it, it was a huge turn off for me. I was, like, I, I don't want to be involved with someone who uses cocaine regularly like that. And, like, I'm not dissing cocaine. Like, I, I have friends that use cocaine regularly. And, like, that's fine. I have no problem with it. They do it around me. I don't give a shit. But, like, in a relationship, is a different dynamic.
1: No, mo- most definitely. Personally, for me, I've I've, I've never done coke. It's definitely been been around me, been offered to me, and, I, like, for me, I haven't yeah. felt the need to, you know, do that shit, but mm-hmm. I don't knock anybody, you know, who who chooses that of their choice, you know, yeah, I don't, exactly. I'm not, like, you know, oh, you about to go to hell, like, they, you know, <laughs> they, they might do it, like, at a night function where they're partying, but mm-hmm. it's not like they wake up every single day, like, they're fiending for it, you know, that type of thing, so everybody got their choice of preference and mine happens to be weed
0: and alcohol exactly exactly well that's kind of what it is for me too like i'm not like well i will say like i am i i do worry about like the you know the illegal status and like all the people have died from i feel like of of drugs that's one of the easiest to get you know some bad shit
1: that's what makes me shy away from everything else the the uh the after you know not the after effects but the uh the con the the consequences from doing them you mm-hmm. know because you never know if you do a whole amount of something if you're gonna wake up the next morning
0: yeah it could be fentanyl like you know literally it could be like half fentanyl you'd die like that, that happened to mac that happens to so prime, many fucking people
1: exactly prime example that's why i've kind of like i can't do that to myself
0: no no yeah. i am not trust it like the the fact is like like i don't trust anyone enough to like risk that level mm-hmm. like if if you know, people are just sparking up joints and then like, oh, like, you know, peeling over and dying. I'd be like, God damn, like, maybe I shouldn't Yeah, maybe I should be doing it. <laughs> hey, let's this. just stick to the CBD, you know? Right. Okay. Hey, hey,
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm right there with you. Like, I, I can't be like, okay, I'm going to jeopardize
0: my body for this yeah. shit.
1: And maybe not wake up tomorrow. Like, exactly. what?
0: Nah, exactly. Nah. Well, and, you know, like, I, I take Adderall, like, mm-hmm. prescribed. So that's kind of like my speed, you know, quote unquote speed fix, caffeine. Right. Right. And, you know, I, I was prescribed Falkland which is like the legal form of cocaine essentially uh for like my add or whatever and i okay, hated it right. terrible in my stomach like couldn't eat like you know coming out of both ends whatever like just not good so yeah i just i you know like i said uh do you cocaine i love that you're doing your cocaine <laughs> i love pushing t's new album it was fucking awesome i'm not gonna yeah. lie listening to that album kind of made me want to try cocaine but not for me. It is a dope album, like 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 Pusha T.
1: Shout out to him, like that. It, it is a dope album sonically, lyrically. Yeah. Fuck yeah, fuck um, yeah. Um, yeah, he's 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 finally getting his just do just dues I feel like what it was number one for like three weeks. Or for like know. a week or something, something like that but it was significant
0: yeah it, uh it and like that he's one like you know talking about ken Kendrick Lamar earlier like he is one of those artists that like takes time yeah on his like, project, so that's important
1: all he has to do is just drop once in a blue moon and he impacts culture Kendrick lamar is mm-hmm. one of them i feel like pusher t is one of them i feel like drake also is is one of them it's a it's a handful you think that,
0: Drake kind of puts out a lot of shit though, pretty regularly.
1: Yeah, he used to, you know, take a little bit of a break. Mm, you, yeah, you know, that, he, that's
0: true in his earlier days.
1: But uh, now it's one of those like, anytime he drops, it just goes up, mm. just just numbers. And yeah, culture.
0: Yeah, I feel like he kind of he formed his goons. You know what I mean? Like right. he he has the people who. Um, you know, just you know, automatically, it's like it's like the people for Kanye. You know, mm-hmm. like there's just automatically going to be people Kim or anyone. Mm-hmm. There's just and it's just about like what whose population is bigger. That's kind of what it seems to be. Oh yeah, it's interesting.
1: Oh yeah, that's pretty transparent in the music industry. Like who's who's that guy with?
0: You know who's who's top dog? You yeah, know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of talk dog, talk about entertainment. Uh, yeah. what, do you, what, do you <laughs> what do you think about uh? What do you think about Ken? Like are you, that Ken, that new Kenny album. Mr. Morale the Big Steppers, you familiar? Nah. Oh, dude, that's coming out in like 2-3 days. Friday.
1: Oh, new, oh Kendrick's, Kendrick's new Oh, sorry.
0: Yeah, Kendrick new Kendrick Lamar's new album, yeah.
1: Yes, yes. I I heard about I saw the little, you know, um little letter he posted on his Instagram about, you know, the the album coming. Then I saw the video he dropped um for the uh I forgot the name of the song. Heart uh, Part 5. Yeah, Heart yeah. That was yeah, that's wild, man. Wild and inspirational and one of those like he took his time with it and it seems like it's kind of like recent in a sense because like the Will Smith thing just happened and that was just tied into that so I feel like mm. it was you know kind of recent but the way he's crafting it all together he dropped it on Sunday and I was just like wow like it was one of those like you watch it for a moment you watch it again you watch it again and are just like wow like this is something that that like I want to feel like that that's art right there. That exactly. Is, that is art.
0: That's the genius of Kendrick Lamar. Like right. he is one of those few rappers who like you put something out and the first time you hear it, you're like, this guy... kind of like it's good, but like it's kinda of, and you listen to it, like five, ten more times, you're like, holy fucking shit, this is so good. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, the and, and if you'd like, I the other day I like Put on the video and put the lyrics up and just mm-hmm. like followed along mm-hmm. and like looking at like the people he was and it was like oh I see where this matches up yes, like yes oh yes. god it's great man he he he's
1: a mastermind with, with what he does like even like the the music the 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 beats the rhythm like it's sonically it all forms together and if that's the sound he's has got like if you're gonna drop that. For like that, if you're dropping that, this is sonically how your album's gonna sound. Like that's gonna it's gonna be, it's like it has a retro feel to it, a sonic retro feel. And I'm like, man, you're going with a whole new creative sound that like we've never heard him do. And I feel like it's it's about to make a, a stamp on hip hop, and he's gonna impact culture again. Yeah, he's about to go on a run every again. time. And then after that, poof gone. I'm ghost. <laughs> Until something happens in the world that's impacting enough for him to be like. All right, I got some shit to say. You know.
0: Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. He he yeah, and that's the thing about him. Like he is truly his own voice. Mm-hmm. You know, in the day and age where like a lot of like, you know, the the black media seems to be like motivated by corporations like mm-hmm. seeing people like Kendrick Lamar like actually saying what he wants to say mm-hmm. cuz like I think this album he's going to piss off a lot. I think he's oh, going to yeah. make a lot of people happy, but he's also going to make a lot of people pissed off. It's really interesting the his album to pimp butterfly which i think is one of the greatest albums of all time right um you know that uh what was it, the song all right was championed by black lives matter mm-hmm. but it's kind of interesting because like towards the end of the album he te- he like almost kind of contradicts himself right by, Like talking about certain aspects of black culture and it's really mm-hmm. kind of it, it's interesting the group of people who like will take on that face value without actually listening to like the entirety mm-hmm. of what he does you know he's you know. he's a fucking genius i like in my opinion the goat most definitely,
1: I, that was also pretty apparent, like, at the uh, the, the Super Bowl performance. Like, mm, yeah. like it was... <laughs> he
0: didn't have, like, any... Like, he got censored and, mm-hmm. like, he had, like, no show time. He, he got...
1: He said certain stuff got cut out and it was just one of those things, like, you he had to do certain stuff to please corporate America. Even though his stance is pretty apparent. Like, he was able to say what he was... He wanted to say within limits. Not, mm. you know, pissing off, you know, the, the higher-ups. Um, but you know with that type of affiliation and, and things like that i feel like yeah with this album he's about to be very like transparent and just one of those things like i don't give a fuck i'm gonna say exactly what i you know what i what i want to say because what you know is going on in the world is apparently apparently affecting him so he has to address it in his own way
0: you know yeah i you know that's Super whole thing it was <sighs> It was good and it was bad oh, yeah. at the same time, you know? Because, like, I, yeah, I think Ken Lamar got screwed. Mm-hmm. I think he was literally just like a bone. He right. was like, here's a bone for the younger audience so we can seem, you know, because... It, it, so we don't see what we really were which was outdated because mm-hmm. they use all these guys that are from you know over hits 20 30 years ago mm-hmm. and like that's fine i'm not like eminem's great dre's great right. i'm not shitting on that but there's so many fucking people right now like danzel curry mm-hmm. uh joey badass mm-hmm. Flatbush, like right all there's like so much good hip-hop and that's come out of this last decade that has an entire culture of its own and they're like Intention, almost intentionally, stepping on that to like give this like okay, here's this group of people right. that we know is going to appeal the masses, and we can pay them however much money, like and you know like they did the whole like kneeling thing. I don't even care about that, but like mm-hmm. the political messaging was also very clear.
1: Right. Oh yeah. You know and what I mean? They they're very like strategic in how corporate America picks their artists. Like it was exactly. I think Jay Z had a part in that, you know, and mm. he. He has to be strategic himself of, of who he chooses. And it was pretty apparent when that Super Bowl performance happened directly after kind of expired, all I had to do was go on Twitter and see, you know, America, literally America talking about how certain stuff he would say were censored. And that was a clear message that like, yo, yeah, you can, you could perform, but here's other like the terms and conditions. If you violate those terms and conditions, here's what's going to happen. One of them type of things. And that was apparent with every single artist. I think Eminem was the only one who took a kneel. But I feel like with every other artist, it was pretty apparent, like, yo, this is, you know, this is what we're we're able to do for you. That type of thing. And,
0: yeah. Yeah. appeal appeal of the mask. Which, I mean, yeah, that happens. But it's like I said, I think it was a a really, because, and that's another thing, too, like artists this day and age mm-hmm. are actually speaking like that's what I love about hip hop <clears throat> in this last decade and what's coming it's like we're really in that like third fourth generation where like you know cause 20, 30 years ago when they were rapping it was all about like weed and drugs and sex mm-hmm. and that's awesome but you know what now they're talking about real fucking shit like right. the, the people who are actually prevalent in the current hip hop time and age like you know it's the real motherfuckers who like no yeah they're talking about things that nobody else is talking about that we mm. need to hear mm. and they're using it like with clever wordplay and there's like a whole subculture of it and like it yeah i mean the super bowl is just outdated in that respect
1: oh yeah most most definitely i think now people people want to know like what's really going on like outside of their doors like i feel like during that time outside like you know what was outside in hip-hop back when they're rapping about you know drugs sex and everything else that's what they encountered every single day now in this time people are rapping about you know racism you mm-hmm. know discrimination things that are happening on a daily basis which i feel is getting worse um so now that's pretty you know um, you know apparent in music now and that's like a clear message of what's going on so uh as if it continues to get worse that's exactly what you'll hear in today's music of the yeah. bullshit that is going on
0: yeah and that is exactly why i'm so excited for this fucking mm-hmm. double lp by the way from <laughs> ken jo- like
1: oh yeah 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 i saw him like
0: well, it was like two CD masters. Yeah, and I was like,
1: I was like, <laughs> I was like this month. I'm like, this month. I'm like, he knows, he knows we missed him. He's like, yeah. it, it has to be one of those, one of those albums. Like you might need, like you got to take a day off to <laughs> listen to that shit. Like I know when Cursed Brown drops, his album <sighs> in June, I'm taking the whole Friday off and maybe Saturday too to celebrate that shit. Like it's one of those, like a top tier artist. You got to listen to it front to back. And then the second time, dissect every single thing and try and understand if you're really, you know, a fan of that artist, you know, like Kendrick or, or, or whoever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, um, you know, when you look at something like that, like the double, it's like, like, I haven't even listened to it. Well worth the wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well worth the five years. Oh, yeah.
1: Because, you know, you know what, you know what you're going to get. You know, it's going to be top tier mm-hmm. quality. And it's going to be one of those things that when he drops, it's going to be talked about for a while. Because it's going to be an impact to culture. And it's not no bullshit or funny shit. Like, it's quality sound.
0: Fuck yeah. Exactly, man. Let me let me switch topics here. Let me ask you. What do you think about the whole Elon Musk buying Twitter? You have any opinion on that?
1: I want to see the impact he's going to have with that. Like, I, I don't know. Like, the I heard about the buyout price and everything else. And, and I'm kind of intrigued. Like, what are you going to do with Twitter as a brand? Like, what, mm. <clears throat> what are you going to do to, like, you know transit like transform the company because i'm pretty sure he's very tapped into like the metaverse and things of that nature and i'm like what are you going to do with twitter of that because facebook's already tapped in mm-hmm. they, they already got their whole thing going so it's going to be a direct competition so i feel like i hope it translates and it makes sense and i'm i'm like eager to see what he's going to do with it because i use buy my uh my twitter uh every now and then but not often as i should but it's out there but i'm I kind of have like a mixed feeling about it because I don't know what he's going
0: to do with it. I don't know the plans. Yeah, and I think that's like a that's a fair criticism, right? Mm-hmm. Is like anytime there's like a large power move with money, like mm-hmm. you know, even if it's like in a light that's positive, you got to be like, okay, like what's you, you got to look at it analytically, you know. Mm-hmm. Like personally, personally, I'm a fan of Elon Musk. Like, yeah, there's plenty of controversies, as plenty one, but I think overall, he's trying to do the right thing, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I there's definitely plenty reason to be you know critical and uh you know cautious like for sure like it's probably
1: you know some like hidden things they can't really talk about like like what's the real point like is it for you know stock reasons or uh you know just like hidden stuff because when you see a buyout price like that you want to know like what's what's the whole purpose of this
0: so um so this is kind of you know not i guess not mainstream importing the kind of but like uh from what i've heard through my channels is like apparently the reason why this all happened is because you know initially he had his well he bought like well like nine ten percent mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah i heard then, about that
0: and then he was going to be on the board and then they decided they didn't want him on the board and then the speculation is um because i think he bought it like five days before their quarterly uh annual reportings were about to come out and the theory is that he called their bluff oh. on that this company really isn't worth what you're saying it is mm-hmm. um you you see like in the the next 24 48 hours after he bought twitter all these conservative accounts like got hundreds of thousands of followers Man. and um all these left leaning accounts like just docked in followers like right. overnight it's actually kind of funny like a lot of these like a lot of these various reportings like didn't actually see like the full scale of that but like other ones were like hey you know this isn't like a a pro for conservatives this Mm -hmm. is fraud (laughs) 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 so uh so yeah elon so the theory is that he called their bluff and now he you know bought the company and he's you know cleaning house that's probably that's probably it that that seems pretty spot
1: on like it that, that's some shit you, you hear about or see in a movie of, like, you know, some insider shit, like some Wall Street shit. Like, I got an insider tip on some stock. Oh, let me buy out. Mm-hmm. And the next day you hear about, oh, this and this and this and this. And it's some headline, like, national news shit. And you got the person who bought out sitting there like, hee, 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 I found out about this. So <laughs> it seems pretty, pretty, like spot on that some shit actually went down like
0: that yeah watching people melt down over it was fucking hilarious yeah like it was it was
1: all over and i was like what am i missing like it's elon musk like the tesla dude buying twitter yeah it's
0: not gonna affect me (laughs) yeah right i don't use twitter so like i think it's good in a sense of like it's uh you know because there's a lot of like news related type of things mm-hmm. that like that relies on i think it's good in that sense right but yeah it does also <clears> speak <throat> to a larger message which is like hey maybe not like centralize everything mm-hmm. maybe we should spread out right no <laughs> for sure for sure it makes <laughs> sense yeah it's funny there was a uh, um for my i just got done with my last um not my last my um second to last year of uh, video production okay and uh i had a one of my teachers was a uh he was over he lived on the west coast and he was a uh, overseas professor mm-hmm. and he like he you know there are people who are left leaning, and there are people who are insane right and <laughs> this man is insane yeah uh, <laughs> and like to the point where like y- y- there's <clears throat> some people like they they literally can't help themselves like they, y- you'll be talking about something completely unrelated and, be like, <laughs> and be like all right dude like i do i do not care what you think about trump all right there's nothing to do with i know a couple about. people like that
1: i know i know a couple people like that, that i'm just like what like uh, you think i need to like hear that or embrace that shit like
0: yeah like but it is it is truly like you know i don't have to i you know during those four months i had him i didn't need to subscribe to cnn plus to figure out what was mm-hmm. you know what the idiotic uh take on everything was i mm-hmm. could just tune into his class right but it was funny like the last like you know week i think that was when elon Musk the whole thing of twitter is going down mm-hmm. and then like some kid just saw him He's like hey guys just letting you know like i don't even like why the fuck are you even talking bro like hey guys just letting you know Elon almost just bought twitter and he's like oh mother," <laughs> he's like going off and i'm just like bro you're you're yes. I, I have to grad i like i need to sit through this to graduate right do, do you realize that uh-huh. this is part of this is part of my curriculum what i'm paying for to get my degree is sitting through your ass and it's really kind of funny because all these other like la type of people that he would like bring on were the Mm -hmm. same way like they literally (laughs) couldn't they cannot contain themselves the empire like okay why is that relevant i do not give a shit, bro they think that they think that la culture relate uh relates like it's yeah and honestly if you have that opinion that's fine right not in my class keep it to yourself (laughs) keep it yeah yeah especially keep it to yourself but like yeah I mean I didn't even like disagree with all of his points but mm-hmm. like it just made me uncomfortable and then like there would be people like in class that like, he would pick on who like were obviously just like not of that way like he he was like shitting on like religion to like you know this super religious chick and everybody was just like, like I'm an atheist and I was even like Jesus oh, you Christ a, you dude like, bully. <laughs> yeah for real you got a for straight real. Up bully yeah like man should not be a teacher honestly but but yeah, I, I digress. People are fucking nuts. Yeah, I can't. I can't so that's that's that. why that's why I, I I like what Elon Musk. Is saying. <laughs> He's, it's like what we do in the podcast, with making people pay. Like you're we're weeding out the fucking we're weeding out the people who weeding aren't out the weak, weeding out the weak. Yeah,
1: exactly. in a sense. Yeah.
0: <laughs> weeding out the weak, man. Yeah. Uh fuck. Uh, shit. What What do you think about a, uh, uh What do you think about, like, Joe Biden? Do you think he's going to last? How much more time do you think he has? I haven't seen him do shit. I haven't seen (laughs) him, like, I haven't... I I I think it's just a paper, like, puppet machete. Yeah, I feel like
1: he's like a puppet because I I don't really know what's going on with with America at all. All I see is anytime I go outside my house, prices up, prices up on gas, prices down a little bit. And it's just like, there's a whole lot of shit going on. There's the Russia situation and uh, Mm -hmm. the the Ukraine. There's the whole... uh, uh, student debt situation. So I, d- I haven't seen anything concrete. What what is this? Year one or year two? <clears throat>
0: Let's see, fuck only. Well, about a year and a half.
1: Okay, coming up on two years. Yeah, like I haven't seen really any true change. And and soon by year three, you're gonna hear elections going out again. And I want like this time, I want to know if there's gonna be like a candidate that is gonna impact change right now because mm.
0: Joe. I don't know what the hell he's doing. It he isn't Yeah, it's really it's really a mess. It's like it's Joe and then like Kamala's fucking horrible too. Right. Like and like that and that's the thing, like pre- like there have been presidents that have, you know, been bad, but at least they have like a strong backup. Mm-hmm. Not that like it's hard to imagine that there would be somebody worse than the corpse that is running our country right now, mm-hmm. but there is. It's his vice president. <laughs> like, she's so I thought- bad. <laughs>
1: I, I, I thought maybe in some way Obama would have like been involved in like some shit because I feel like Trump ain't do shit I feel like the last good president we had was Obama in in a sense and yeah. I haven't really seen anything better than that because Obama was catering to the middle class that's us hmm. you know the, the working people and right now I don't see Joe Biden doing anything like that so um, it's just sad to see because it's nothing anytime you look at the news you go outside your house there's nothing but like negativity mm-hmm. it's nothing like hey the uh there's an increase on uh employment you know employment jumped like 20 percent. you don't see that you see stuff about um a great depression maybe happening again uh gas prices on the rise like things of like that and it's not it's not it's not you know happy times yeah,
0: yeah, it does seem to be more like constant headlines. Well, it's interesting, like, yeah, you know, recently with like the Roe v. Wade stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that leaked, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> it's just, they knew what they're doing with that bullshit. Yeah. They knew. yeah, they knew exactly what was going on. Well, and it's interesting, Pfizer. Uh, um, the reason, the speculated reason that that uh, you know that information, quote unquote, leaked, is Pfizer's uh, data. Um, I just had like a data dump where um, they reported like the vaccines were only like a twelve percent efficacy. Mm. It was killing infants, mm. like all this like you know very scandalous shit. So it's almost kind of interesting. Instead of like trying to like fudge it, they're kind of right. at the point where they're just like, okay, we're just gonna drop the bomb. We're gonna drop the we're gonna drop the thing the that gets the both. Yeah. yeah, the thing that we know for sure gets both Republicans and Democrats riled up. Abortion. Yep. Mm. Like it's really interesting that it's like really the universal issue mm-hmm. that like almost every person is like cuz it's such like a core to life I think you know mm-hmm. like the issue of birth like not the issue of birth the thing the you know the things surrounding birth like mm-hmm. you know everyone has you know whether even if they don't have kids or not like they have some kind of opinion and moral sense in that cuz it's just so basic to human nature
1: yeah the the whole abortion thing is a is a touchy subject and yeah. and, and I see it all over my Social medias, I see people sharing their opinions. I yeah. see... It's I, annoying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, 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 That's really annoying. I see,
1: I see a whole lot of bullshit. I see a whole lot of... Uh, you really see true colors within, like, men and mm-hmm. how they express this whole situation. And, like, for me, the way I feel about abortion is, like, I'm not... It's not my place to speak on, like, how a woman handles her body. Mm-hmm. Because, I like, I'm not... I'm not in her place. I'm not dealing with how she's feeling. I'm not yeah. dealing with her emotions. Like and on top of that, you don't really know the situation on the of why she might want to get an abortion. You don't know if it's uh unfortunately rape. You don't mm-hmm. know if it's like you don't want to deal with the receiving end of the person, like the what is it, the the baby daddy or whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't know what that's like, you don't know the situation or nothing, so it's not it's not my place to tell a woman like what she can and can't do and like these Abortion laws and abortion stuff is—you're literally telling a woman that you know whatever, whatever. It's just like, what the again? A crazy time we live in. Like I never thought I would see some shit like this happen, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's just, it's just unfortunate because like now it's 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 affecting like women as a whole, and um, they're not, they now too are expressing their opinions. Like I wonder how a, a woman lawmaker feels right now. Mm. about this situation
0: yeah how Kim Reynolds feels
1: yeah like how does yeah. she know <laughs> how are you dealing with that <laughs> she's What's,
0: drinking that's like, what she's doing yeah yeah those old <laughs> those all that she has yeah <laughs> she's kicking them back she's kicking off some vodka and rocks that's how she's dealing with <laughs> like how's she gonna sit there with them OWIs and not like have some lenient some <sighs> some lenient you know yeah sh- it It is interesting though. Like uh, it seemed, I I tend to kind of um, mostly like agree with you. Like I think it is a pro choice situation. Like I don't think Mm -hmm. anyone should be able to authoritarianly say like you cannot do this. Mm -hmm. Um, But like it is it is interesting like seeing the you know the divide. Like I was listening to a podcast. Apparently. Um, most women are pro-life. Mm-hmm. Oh which yeah, just kind of like you know, you kind of it's interesting thought, like how it's like you know, so it's a women's issue, mm-hmm. yet like statistically all these. I mean, I think that's attributed to religion mm-hmm. more than likely, you know, most likely, but like, it is it is a very interesting like. Uh, yeah, and you know, you see like Republicans like saying like you know, it's, like, you know, more libertarian minded like mm-hmm. type republicans saying, like, hey, you know, I might disagree with this on a moral standpoint, but I still think that they have the right.
1: Right. You no, know, yeah. It's it's interesting to hear both sides. It's interesting to see reactions from both men and women. Yeah. Um and uh I feel like, yeah, in, in some extreme situations, yeah, some might feel uh abortion but but like you said the majority of women are 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 pro-life which is like to me it makes sense like you wouldn't want to harm you know a growing baby Mm -hmm. unless like the most extreme situations if that's really the case that you'd want to do you know but
0: yeah yeah i mean I, i agree i think yeah i i think there are some very clear times where an abortion is not only uh should be allowed but maybe even suggested mm-hmm. like especially especially if like the baby is like either terminally ill mm-hmm. or like it's going to kill the mother like if mm-hmm. the baby's going to kill the mother i'm gonna i'm gonna tell her like get that portion like <laughs> do right not, like i and like and that's that honestly and maybe this is just me being an atheist but like that kind of makes me sad like seeing people when they're like extremely religious and they're like no i have to die of my baby it's like you really don't though. You know, right. you, you, you really you can don't. Re- you can live the rest of your life right. and like just maybe try again or die or go. something. Try yeah, try again. You know, you, you literally you don't literally need to like unnecessarily sacrifice yourself. Mm-hmm. And like that I think that is like a fair criticism of like the you know, like the Republican party like trying to, you know, get like like the 6 week shit like mm. they are really like going through this like dark ages type of mentality when the technology just isn't the same it's not it, like at all like it, it was like basically back then it was a fine line between like you're getting a co-hanger abortion or you're having the baby mm-hmm. and that's not even remotely the case anymore like there's different sets for morality and different lines different things in society like both Size of this is you need to like really reanalyze everything and, and and you know also like try to come to a middle ground mm-hmm. that's another thing because it's such like a core you know core thing like people are not willing to budge on it it's like can you just like find a number that like you know this one side is like okay I, like we can deal with this you mm-hmm. know i don't know that's it's, just me
1: it's a lot of politics <laughs> Calister, how's
0: everybody <laughs> you gotta express your mind but I, I feel
1: like it's a lot of politics involved yeah a whole lot of money involved it's it's some big power players involved in in mm-hmm. a lot of and I feel like a lot of a lot of the ways they think is just like individual thing or what works best for companies or their pockets you know they mm-hmm. don't think about like the bigger picture of how it's affecting America or people as a whole they just all right cool we're gonna do this
0: yeah it, it you know it it kind of is I don't really know how I feel about it. Yet. I don't know if I don't know if we're going to a hopeful place or a bad place. Cause like you, you've seen over the last like two, three years, Mm -hmm. how like, how like quickly. And obviously the public's eye shifts, like, you know, COVID was the issue for, you know, a while. Mm -hmm. And then like, kind of like a, in like a blink of an eye, like when they dropped the mask mandates, it was immediately Ukraine, mm-hmm. and you know that died out because like eventually we just got sick of the footage. Nothing mm-hmm. was really happening. It was a stand, you know. It was scary for like two weeks, and everybody's like, okay, like whatever. It's just the same thing. It's always been, and now it's abortion, mm-hmm. you know, and just like it, I, if you see it like from a. You know, like kind of what we're talking about—a like outwardly perspective or like a you know removed position. You like mm. you just see like you know everyone you know it just seems like clearly like oh this and then this and then this and then this like that's like their train of thought and their discussion and their posts and I don't know it's it I don't know if more people I don't know if less people are on that train or if more people are.
1: I think a lot of a lot of people are more on that train because like it's mm. it's back to back stuff literally, yeah. and mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if it's like the media putting like. Fair tactics and stuff but every like you you'll, and the thing about it is you'll remember in time sequences you, you'll you notice mm, like okay mm. first it was this now it's this now it's this like it's something always relatable you know that that, that you remember like a, a season shift now it's a season <laughs> a shift season shift yeah that's it's spring into almost you know summer I guarantee there's gonna be some shit that happens between now and into summer and then in summer into fall it's gonna be some shit so it's, it's like always something you don't and the thing about it is you never hear about something positive happening in the news will be it's always covid russia ukraine uh will smith slap somebody will smith. like it's just like damn can we have like something good in the news that, that 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 you want to hear about but it's always a time sequence thing with with news and and uh dramatic events
0: yeah have you ever seen the movie network nah it's this old movie from, like, 1974. <clears throat> I actually just watched it yesterday for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, a very, like, satirical analysis on, like, the news networks and companies and how they operate. Mm-hmm. And how they just completely... Like, they have this guy that goes on the air and he's, like, going through this, like, alcoholic, like, his wife, wore some depressive phase. Mm-hmm. And he, like, goes on air and he says he's going to kill himself next week. And then... They're they're like they try to fire him and all that, but the the reviews actually end up like skyrocketing and their channel ends up like going up and they end up making money. So they like hire this guy back and he's just like, like, like unchained essentially, like telling people like the world's gone mad and like mm-hmm. it's just it's such a telling you know showcase of like you know you know government and corporations and like the powerful elite and like because they eventually like end up even like. Um, skewing that guy, the guy who's like the the mad prophet mm-hmm. in their direction, you know. like it's it really is about money. Mm-hmm. It really is about who's watching. They do not care about the message. Mm-hmm. They do not have a humanitarian perspective. Mm-hmm. When they're in their meetings and I try to figure out what they're gonna do with their company, they're not saying they're like, hmm, how does this help people?' no are it, are people feeling good when they like no they're not thinking that at all they're thinking and like and it's sad but that's almost just kind of like the beast of capitalism you know oh, yeah there was a I i was listening to a podcast where a guy he like had to turn down some investment offer because this guy was like trying to do like a positive news website or something mm-hmm. and it tanked because like it, 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 sadly enough like people are just not intrigued by other positive stories they like the controversy and the bad news exactly
1: exactly yeah it, like it it's crazy like when I was in like high school I think I've seen this pyramid like breakdown like a couple times after that like of the big conglomerate com- companies like Viacom and CBS and ABC those and then the the uh, the pyramid breakdown of what they're all branched to and who they own mm. and all the the tv channels and then it breaks down to the newspapers and everything that's owned by them by one big you know media giant
0: it's like a handful of people yeah
1: it gets you to a broad spectrum like damn this one big company controls all these other thousand Mm -hmm. you know bet you know vh1 mtv they all control the message that's being sent so Mm -hmm. it just gets to like oh it's a monopoly out here so you know these conglomerates and then it gets you to understand, like, you know, this is the reason why there's, like, this type of news that's negative and type of bullshit, because you go to CNN, switch it up, go to Fox. <laughs> Two completely different things, You're like, what the hell is this conservative shit? <laughs> like, I like it makes me like, I get mad watching Fox, I just switch that shit off, like...
0: We had a we had a guest on here, DK. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Nah, nah. Um, he's from Detroit. He's very talented. You should look about. Oh but, yeah, yeah, most uh, of. Um, but uh, he he was telling about how his dad will like watch both CNN and Fox. Like he'll switch on his TV back and forth between them, and he will mm-hmm. think he's like open worldly, and, like has a, mm-hmm. you know this like great perspective. It's like you're still on cable, motherfucker. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You're still there's on an
1: that anti-
0: cable. There's an entire world of news that like you're not even aware of. <laughs> That's like that's like that's that's literally like you're in a cage and someone gives you a TV with two channels and you're nope. just... That's like you're... Oh, hey, I, I get, I get everything, you know? Those two don't count. <laughs> Fox and CNN
1: don't count. Neither does MSN, NBC, none of them. No, nah, there's none. other news out there.
0: None of it. And, you know, it's kind, of, it's, it's kind of a sad thing, but, like, when I encounter people and they're like, yeah, I... I, I didn't take that. Mm-hmm. Like, my perceived... Like what I think their intellect is, like drops by twenty points. Right? And oh I'm so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That oh, makes I'm me a judgmental. That. that makes me a judgmental asshole. I know, but like that's that's just how I. That's how my brain process. Like, oh okay, you watch Fox, mm-hmm. you know MSNBC, CNN, even KCC, even the people who are like you know local news like KCCI. Yeah, KCCI, you know, KWL, like they all owned have you ever seen the clip where uh they are like unanimously saying the same same thing yeah yeah and that's exactly what i'm talking about like they (laughs) like
1: just in today this 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 and then it gets to another thing and then it just blows out to all these Mm -hmm. news corporations reporting the same shit like it's all i like i'm a firm believer believer in like controlled media like they they control certain shit like they'll put out some fair tactic shit just to scare you you know, you ever notice like this is no disrespect to 9-11 but you always you always notice how it gets close to 9-11 or certain like eventful dates that you hear some shit about oh security risk at this airport if i did a day or two or passing, you don't hear nothing about it again like it's a whole feel like you want to instill a message in people you want to yeah, you want to have
0: people on a on the edge yep. like i don't <laughs> like it's, it's not really that it happened it's just that it happened right that day right yeah the messaging man yeah, it's, okay. it's it's fucking <laughs> it's apparent and yeah, it, it yeah, it's a sad state of affairs that like it, you know, you kind of have like a more like, you know, negative like, you know, people are just going to keep going on it. like I I battle with that, but like I've been mean, the I almost kind of like uh nihilistically agree like, you know, mm-hmm. perhaps perhaps uh we are on like a um a train of <laughs> I don't know, kind of crappy things to come. But we make content, right. we make music, and that's the positive. That's that's how people. You uh, gotta ha-
1: yeah. I guess there's a balance. You're gonna have that exactly.
0: shit, and then like the, you know, the the positive. Hey, here's the message. If you want to get out of that shit, do some of that. Do like do your own thing. Do your music. There or, you like, go. Focus on your job. Like that's that's what really people should, uh, you know, be focusing on. Not like not trying to buy into the same system and changing it maybe, but mm-hmm. like maybe creating your own system and being like, hey social media like you know like what we talked about like turn off the notifications Mm -hmm. there you go like i um the guy that was on the podcast uh um like a week ago like he doesn't even have social media he like he runs like a top like like not top tier but like for you know iowa stats like very popular youtube gaming channel like Mm -hmm. he just he just has no social media like he just operates under that the guise of uh you know gaming off the grid and like yeah i mean i think people are eventually stepping away from it i do think like the next you know one of the next generations there's gonna be a group of people who are just they're done with it they're gonna like throw away the tech they're gonna throw Mm. away the porn they're gonna throw away the drugs and they're literally just gonna be like their own fucking thing yeah it's gonna be really
1: interesting social media does like get tricky when you don't use it for what's like for what it's intended for um yeah it, it gets tricky like i i sometimes hate facebook and instagram because it's it's a lot to deal with. Like you have messages coming in that, that you don't want to deal with. Like you, you might have, you know, people messaging you that you haven't talked to in years and they're messaging you about, Oh, hey, I see what you're doing, blah blah but you feel it's not genuine, then you're just like, yo, I don't like dealing with this shit. Um, but like there are positives. Like I feel like if you use like I said, use it for what it's intended for, cool. But if it's just like for free usage and shit for whatever, like I I don't I don't think if I if I wasn't doing music I wouldn't be, like, I don't think I'd have social media like the way I do. Because it, it's just, it's t- at times, it's too much. And, like, my notifications on my TikTok, my Instagram, I turned off. Like, it's it's one of those yeah. things, like, I don't want to go to bed at night and hear my phone. Not even not even hear my phone, just see my phone light up. Mm, and it's yeah. just like, yo, I I don't care. I'll go into the app and look at my Facebook, my Instagram, yeah. my my TikTok. But that's about it.
0: hmm That is almost like a double-edged sword in a way of like being a content creator. Mm -hmm. It's like yes, you're putting yourself in that environment and promoting yourself in that environment, but with that, you like have a realization that this isn't. I don't need to be involved in this as much as I am trying to be. You know, if I could, I would be. If I could, I would have two phones. I I would have. (laughs) I would have two.
1: Just like one for my social media, one just for like family, important people. You know that need my my contact like that. Because like. I'd rather have a phone for just my social medias, cause that I could just leave, leave the notifications on all day on that phone, mm. and I can just look at them whenever I want, whenever I feel the need to look at that phone. The other phone, just for family, close friends, like the yeah. important stuff that matters.
0: Yeah, you know? Joe Rogan
1: does that. He has he has three different phones. It's like <laughs> he does Joe Rogan. Oh man, he got that type of money. I, mean, <laughs> I need that type. Like I, two two phones, but three. Hey hey, hey 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 I'll say this: anybody who got three phones, you're moving kind of suspect. <laughs> Cause two is two is acceptable, one for social media, one for your family. Three is like you got some side, you got some side business, <laughs> you, got, you got some side for you. You got some, you might have some so, some girls or something. I don't trust that. Three
0: phones for what? I would not be surprised if Joe Rogan had a couple uh, chicas on the side. Isn't not, that like, the Spotify me. dude? Yeah. Oh yeah, he got him. He got him. He got them. <laughs> he got him. <laughs> he got him. Yeah. You know, he's like a quote unquote like conservative like Christian family man. Yeah. Well I don't even know if I would say that like Christian, but like he's definitely like, more of a family man, like I don't, I don't tap a really guy.
1: I don't tap into his podcast after he said that racist shit. I was like, Man, fuck you. Yeah, I turned off my Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to Apple Music after that. I was like Nah, we not doing
0: that. <laughs> nah. Yeah, I feel that. Do you think there can be an argument to be made for like um him like I'm not saying that's okay, but mm-hmm. like maybe him using it in context wasn't as bad as like you know s- you know calling someone that or screaming it because I think in, I, the thing with that clip is like every instance they well okay, except for the what was the joke about like the Africans in the theater like that was bad but yeah. like um, but like I think every instance of that word it was like in context like he was like he was like, cool. like he said that word. I feel I think like
1: they just chopped it up. I feel like in that context, if he was mentioning he was mentioning a quote from somebody else,
0: yeah, should,
1: yeah. Even even in that instance, I still wouldn't do it. You should censor it. Yeah, yeah. You, you you should like blank that out because, like, you shouldn't even in a quote you shouldn't feel that comfortable to say it. So you're telling me in a quote you said it, but when you listen to music or when you're talking, you don't say it. No, you you probably do. So I feel like generally like it's it's a no and Spotify's stance on it was of course political and corporate it's like one of those things like you're making us all this money and we have invested all this money into you so therefore we're not going to terminate you like they they released a pretty bold statement about whatever you know was reported mm-hmm. for for him and i'm just like oh normal shit about you know a person you know saying racial things and they took the political corporate mm-hmm. you know financial route you know, to yeah. protect their company and whatever,
0: you know, stuff they have going on. So, yeah. I, I guess my, and this is obviously me talking, but like, mm-hmm. um, like my opinion is that like I think the context matters. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's good what he said. Like, I, I don't think like just like just using that freely is, e- even in context, is necessarily a good thing. Right. But like, I would argue that I don't think just because someone uses that word initially makes them racist right okay true like it 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 is important to have the context around it Mm -hmm. like i do think that woman who edited that video like did a a really bad job just mm. displaying that you know i think it would have been more honest to take the five seconds around each clip mm-hmm. like okay was he actually and, and that's the thing like for all i know there could be an instance where he was being really racist but like we have no way of knowing that because she just cut and chopped it down chopped right. it up and like in the version that like you could watch you can't even hear the word it's just a beep the whole time so mm-hmm. you, you, you literally can't even hear what they're saying i don't know this is also like it, You know i i have music that always uh you know fighting the system and like you know i Mm -hmm. i have a lot of scrutiny against censorship and stuff so that's like that's kind of where i come from yeah it's uh it's a tricky thing it's Um, definitely a tricky thing yeah for sure
1: it's it's one of those things like everybody has their their stance and opinion about how they go about that word and and how they would approach it if it's ever you know presented to them and Mm -hmm. then when it happens you know some view it as oh i didn't I didn't know I was doing this. I did I didn't know I was doing that and I think for that guy it was it was pretty apparent however way he he thought it was it was going. I think he yeah, he released a statement about it. I was like Okay. But yeah, like I try to give everybody some grace, you know, when sure. you know, when they they come across and say it like you know, I'm just like, what? Like, you know, I don't automatically think like you're racist, but I just wanna know like what made you sure comfortable to, you know, say that.
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely fair. And and there's the obvious dynamic when like when somebody white is using it. Like that there's obviously, you know, context in that that like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not appropriate yeah like i wouldn't yeah. just like I, I wouldn't just like have you over and be like oh, no, no. oh yeah like it, <laughs> yeah, every, like anybody you know
1: everybody would approach it some people might want to like understand or talk with them and then whoop their ass or somebody might just want to <laughs> yeah talk with you and whoop your ass at the same time but like it's it, it just has to get to you know a level headed you know understanding and conversation
0: yeah yeah it, you know create like an environment where you can be honest about right, it you right. know the, the I, I truly believe that like the people who use that word in a racist fashion mm-hmm. are like n- no I won't even say nine times out of ten almost every time are a fucking idiot oh yeah well, I, I grew up or not grew up I, I for a short stint I lived in a town called Canton South Dakota mm-hmm. with a my now ex-wife, and uh, th- that word was like prevalent. They would drop that. They dropped faggot. Like like, it was just like it was it was it was lawless. Essentially, mm-hmm. I'd be at like family gatherings. And they would just drop it all the time. I'd be like, uh, I'm gonna go home. <laughs> right.
1: I knock over the whole dinner table. Y'all can eat the food on the floor. Out here saying that
0: shit, <laughs> yeah. Like you know, I, I lived in Des Moines before this. You know, I, right? I mean, I, yeah, I grew up in Orange City, but like, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, that was kind of an interesting dynamic. Is like, can't like that town had more racism than like the, re, the hardcore religious aspect. I feel like my town it was like the inverse of it. Orange City, yeah, Orange City. In mm-hmm. Iowa. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it, it like it's a very cultish, like uh, super religious town. And like, I'm not gonna say it would like never run into racism it definitely happened but like on mm-hmm. a scale I feel like it was just kind of it was, it was an interesting like inverse mm-hmm. you ran into more of the religious aspect North Sea than can you ran into more like the you know racist bigoted aspect okay yeah know. that is interesting also in different states so maybe that's something to do with it probably not but yeah. <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's sometimes around here
1: in, in <laughs> Iowa yeah that, that you definitely feel uh, uh, a religious and racist aspect and it's, and it's a lot yeah, of the uh, uh, yeah. The, the smaller towns in Iowa, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting because I think I think a lot of people think they kind of go hand in hand, but like mm-hmm. those two experiences, it was not the case. Nah. No. no, I feel like
1: they're they're separate. No, yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, separate. Hmm.
0: I uh, uh, I don't know if you know him, Obbs, Obby Barnes. He uh, he's been on the podcast several times. He's a good friend. Um, he left his church because he felt that there was a lot of uh, like deep-seated racism like he just felt really discriminated like um i think his father was even a pastor maybe still is a pastor but like he just mm. felt like a lot of um you know racism and a lot of like um you know like sexual things going on in the background and stuff like that and he just like i mean that it was just kind of interesting cuz like that's why he left mm. it was like the racist aspect
1: in a church which mm-hmm. is the
0: which is the interesting thing like yeah.
1: that that's not that's not allowed in a church like racism like you're going to church to, you know, talk to God and things like that and in racism is is being brought to the forefront. Yeah, for me that doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. And and you know, like I I don't know if you are religious or um but like you know, there there are institutions that just, you know, whether or not they, you know, the people who follow them or have good intentions like mm-hmm. a lot of them just fall under the um yeah you know, like they just they they fall under the cover of being able to do malicious things mm-hmm. oh, like, yeah. that's like like you know I always talk about this like as an atheist, I always say like you know, you know people say like hate the sin not the sinner I say like hate the belief not the believer mm-hmm. like my target isn't the people who you know not that I have a target but like the the what I fight against isn't the people who believe in God, but like you know the institutions that Mm -hmm. are like doing these like like the catholic church like me involved in pedophilia and things like that like that's sick that's the stuff that's the stuff as an atheist like i want to take down Mm -hmm. i'm not like um you know bill maher like uh i don't know how you feel about him i i do like him on a lot of things but i will admit like he has the tendency to like go to people Mm -hmm. and like have these like religious debates but it serves no purpose besides like his comedic entertainment which is fine but like you're not actually gonna come to any you know, conclusion, mm-hmm. like you're, you're like uh, a comedian, Anthony Jeselnik, like who's also an atheist. He said this, like, you know, it gives them no satisfaction to like convince someone mm-hmm. that like, they don't believe in God. Like, like, you know, if I were to get into like a debate with like a grandma and I like, I were to convince her that there's no God, you mm-hmm. know, she's like a devout Christian. And then by the end of however long we talk no god like her reality is completely shattered oh yeah you know and whether or not like it's quote unquote good that she doesn't believe in god like she's not going to be happy about that that is like the double-edged sword of like atheism is like you'd kind of have like a like a not narcissistic well sometimes narcissistic but uh nihilistic uh attitude about where you're like yeah you know sometimes things you know things just don't matter like there is definitely that crux to it you know
1: no, I definitely, I definitely feel like, Yeah, I, I, I do believe um, in in God and 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 things like that. But all like the the whole thing that you touched on with like the whole Catholic Church and and uh, pedophilia that I don't understand. That like and it becomes su- such a constant thing that I that you see today, and I don't, I don't get where that starts from or where it comes from.
0: You know, it's yeah. I think it's just like dark. Um, like, uh, you, are you familiar with like Carl Hart? No. Or like Jordan Peterson or anything like that. Mm-mm. They talk a lot about like the shadow, which is like the theory is that every single person has a you know a really dark, horrible side to them, mm-hmm. and um, people think that like avoiding that is the answer, but really it's the opposite. Like, the the theory is that the more you confront your shadow and try to work through it, the better of a person you're going to be. Mm-hmm. I think like. I think some of the faults of a lot of these institutions is that they don't confront the shadow Mm -hmm. they're like they cast the shadow as a devil it's like the devil it's bad it's like Mm -hmm. okay but you're not i mean i think they do maybe they have the intention with like confession and things like that Mm -hmm. but they don't really like get to the core of like why is this person doing the things they are Mm -hmm. it's just like okay go to church hey i did this okay say your prayers you're done right like and it just does it doesn't translate if you know in theory somebody could be like a serial killer and just go to church every week, and they're like, hey, I killed 10 more people. And the priest is like, oh, naughty, naughty, naughty. No, it's bad.
1: No, <laughs> no, no, no real pray. action. Yeah, it, you
0: can't pray about that. <laughs> uh, and, well, and they'll tell them every time that they should turn themselves in, but they never do. Or, 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 or like if they don't, then they just keep going to confession, and the priest has just be like, okay, okay, you know.
1: Yes. At,
0: least I, I, at least in the Catholic Church, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I was raised Catholic, so.
1: Yeah, I didn't go I was, to no uh, I. I yeah, I didn't go to no confession. I know I was asked to, but I was like, yeah, I don't got nothing to confess about, so I don't. That's good. Uh, you get touched the first time you go. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> hell. That's probably, that's, probably the why, that's probably the reason why that's I felt initiation. like I didn't need to go. <laughs>
0: that's the initiation. They give you the Eucharist. They're like, all right, pull down your pants. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> that's wicked. <laughs> wicked. Oh, uh, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, Michael, we're at hour 12 already. We've been going for a minute. Um, Wow. Nothing. I I'm just curious, is there anything else you want to touch on or talk about for you? Uh, do the last thing here. Uh, nothing really. Uh, I just want to
1: touch base. Uh, yeah. Th- thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, um, man. Fuck yeah, it's always a pleasure coming here. Um, it's, it's a great vibe, great, great conversation. Um, I kind of just want to just let everybody know, like, Hey, like, like, I really don't even want to say the release date, but I just, just know once June comes around the corner, like I, I got a new single. Okay. Um, it's called It's Me C'est Moi and it's uh, it's uh, really a generalization of like how I've been feeling for like a hot minute um, since what I want to say July July August was when I dropped last year new music and from I want to say even a little bit before that maybe February up until now is like that song is how I've been feeling and um You know, it's. uh, I feel like it's somewhat of relapse in a sense, meaning not even lyric wise, just being direct and cutthroat and like Mm -hmm. how I'm feeling. Um, Because like as a teaser, like I'm gonna let y'all know, like the beginning starts off with a a female on a voice, a voice recording, and the girl goes, you know, who Michael? Oh, he ain't shit. I would never date him. And then you know the the melody and the beat is playing. That's how it starts off. So that sets the tone for the song already. From there, like I'm just belting out how I feel and, and emotions and stuff like that. And I think I, as y'all can tell, like I'm passionate about this single dropping. So that is is the lead on to the EP. The EP I have a date. I'm not gonna set you know say it or you know have it really set in stone. But um, I'll drop singles leading up to you know the ep so after like three four weeks after the first one i might drop the second one and third one by the third one i'll give y'all the ep with the you know the rest of the three songs for a total six so i'm just very super super excited about it like i'm <laughs> like i'm ready to drop some new stuff
0: fuck yeah yeah well I'll, I'll you know i'll see you on your instagram and all that that you're working and yeah uh, you know i'll tell i'll tell uh molly she's not here um girlfriend slash podcast slave now oh yeah, yeah yeah i remember her from last time yeah <laughs> yeah but uh she was uh i'm just kidding about that but uh you know we, we were talking i was like you know you like you have like you have like this uh you know this image and this persona and like you very you do a very good job of like presenting it in like every aspect oh man i appreciate like, that you know and like you have a very clear image of like what you want to do and it's fucking awesome man man i i appreciate that i credit that
1: to like everybody i watched growing up um, who's had success in the music industry from African, ar- African artists to American artists, pop, um, some country, even like looking at like how like my peers, like my, my you know, creative brothers, like Moise, Ayo, um, even like my father, like even like everything, er- everybody that I value their opinion, how they approach things in their craft. It's very, uh, it's like very professional, uh, very like unique. And I try to be, that way presenting everything I do so that way like when yourself or whoever comes to me and looks at my shit they're like oh this dude is very professional and consistent because I don't knock anybody down who like just drops stuff whenever just for the fun of it but I want to know when I drop something I'm not hesitant about I'm like yo I'm giving y'all my all so Mm -hmm. um, like I try to like have a professional like approach to it but still being myself you know unique and funny and just like Try to be as authentic as possible.
0: Yeah. That's fucking awesome, man.
1: Appreciate it, man. Fuck
0: yeah, I love what you do. Uh, We got one more thing before we wrap up. I don't know if you've ever seen us do this. Uh, Oh, snap. It's called the Fucked Up Bucket. Fucked Up Bucket. So, we don't have too many, actually. I need to go through some more drafts. Um, But we have a couple things here on slips of paper. Mm -hmm. Um that uh, I like to have my guests read out loud. You do not have to do it if you do want to. Do not want to, but no, that makes do that, that makes you a pussy. So oh, no, must, I
1: ain't no pussy. I going to do it. Yeah, you gotta
0: do it. Yeah. All right. So pick one. Pick one and just read it out loud.
1: <laughs> this one says, which is worse, <laughs> licking your mom's asshole, the bottom of an ice cream cone, or drinking a cup of your dad's cum. <sighs>
0: As like an ice cream cone, I, w- I would say that's yeah that's yeah funny. yeah that that one yeah I, <laughs>
1: that that like yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even answer like I'm uncomfortable like this is my answer I'm like
0: like it just got ten degrees hotter in this room I'm like it was already a hot summer day <laughs> and then the cow star was geared on for the last it's <laughs> one of those he read like. <laughs> All right, I'm a pussy. I'm a pussy. Wait a minute!
1: Oh no, it's an ice cream cone. Yeah, oh, oh. that's awesome, man.
0: Well, Whoa, thank you, man. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I, uh, a lot of these are from marijuana, alcohol fueled. Uh, you know, sitting in my on my fucking couch, contemplating the world's answers. <laughs> How much time do you think Macaulay Culkin spends staying up at night thinking? Why didn't he pick me? Unlimited amount of time. Every night. Every day. Every night and day. Every time he fucking takes a bump, he's like, fucking god Michael, damn it. Michael, why didn't you love me? <laughs> why wasn't I in the best?
1: No answers. He, he, he has a lot of sleepless ass nights. I know that
0: no sleep <laughs> oh shit well thank you for being good sport that man that's oh I'm yeah n- i know n-
1: pussy nah I,
0: I appreciate you gotta that. have fun ain't it i don't, I don't, we like... don't have pussy on this show they're nah. not allowed you they gotta, don't make it they we, don't
1: do long no you know, they gotta get out if somebody says no it's more like all right you can head out <laughs> we're <laughs> deleting the footage too yeah you <laughs> go. i don't know what you thought this was but you had to read it and you didn't you
0: failed Nah, you man. I'm, 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 a, I'm a capitalist. I'm saying bad. <laughs> I'm gonna make money off that shit. It'll be the worst fucking episode of other People are still gonna still watch it. You know, put some clickbait to it. Promote the hell out of it. Like, yep, this is
1: that one bad episode of yours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. I feel like every time you see like a 20 minute episode, there's like a good chance that it's like, yeah, there's, a, there's like, there's a reason for it, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like, you know, go back to like how, like, I don't listen to him a ton, but you know, uh, I had like, I had my kick Joe Rogan. Like, he'll do like the two hour episodes and then he'll do like the four or five hour episodes. And mm-hmm. You're like, okay, that's, those are the homies, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. Honestly, yeah, I no, I like this one would have gone longer, here. but, uh, but it's fucking hot up here, man. No, I'm, I feel that.
1: I feel that. I'm like, I feel, I feel my stomach sweating already, but no, I definitely philly like on like the the stuff like the breakfast club or power 105 those interviews like i look at you know the artists that you know go on there Mm -hmm. and then you'll tell by the ones that are good ones by the hour and 30 versus somebody Mm -hmm. who's there for like 20 to 30 minutes you could tell maybe the vibe was off or you don't even gotta watch it you could just be like oh this wasn't a good interview like nah. yeah
0: the worst my worst response to question is it's a vibe I want to slap the fucking person whenever they say that. <laughs> I had, I, I'm not gonna say them because I still respect them. But like, I had someone come on and like, like every other question, they were like, hey, "Is is it's a vibe? It's just a vibe." I'm like, "Motherfucker, that's nothing. That, that like, anybody could say that."
1: <laughs> I would get so upset. I would have to cut the. I would have to cut the podcast. I had like, dude, like, yeah, no disrespect, but. Is anything else like you got anything else to say? <laughs> then oh,
0: it's a vibe. Yeah. That was the moment where I decided I, I'm charging these motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they I, I feel like people who do shit like that, like when they do shit like
1: that, they're doing they're doing it to like make themselves look a certain way or like a certain
0: image like it's a, like if that's all you do then yeah and honestly i don't even like that's kind of my thing is like i don't even have a problem with that right but like pay me right that's the difference like you're not going to come out for free and do that right like i was explaining this to the last people i had like uh people that like come on and they get like 200 of their goons and they watch like five seconds of an episode and then they never come back to the channel that Mm -hmm. literally does not help me at all Mm -hmm. like literally all it does is it make it makes your video show up higher in my Mm -hmm. most popular list Yep but like that doesn't really do anything for me. And like I said again, that's fine. You got you got you got to pay me,
1: you know. Yeah, because in a sense it's it's wasting your time.
0: Yeah. Exactly. It is wasting my time. Yeah. Like literally and, and like that's the big turn off for me too. Like if you waste my time, then yeah, I'm not going to let you waste any more of it. You know? Yeah, it's
1: a, <laughs> it, it, it's a lot you probably do outside of this like the post production, editing, uploading, mm-hmm. like it's it's a lot of time you're spending
0: and and money too. So it's just like, hey, you're going to do this? Yeah. Well, I'm, not, I'm at the point now where you know i rely on like a content flow mm-hmm. so like if i have a guest bail last minute without paying me then i'm i, I have to like do some bullshit thing where i talk for 20 minutes and right. it's just not gonna be as good right i'm not gonna get the clips out of it mm-hmm. i'm not gonna you know it's just not worth it people gotta understand that in this
1: business i feel
0: yeah so that's for you motherfuckers
1: yeah motherfuckers yesterday's don't. <laughs> pretty sure y'all heard yesterday's price is not today's price <laughs>
0: I know Fat Joe
1: said that in a couple of motherfuckers. Yesterday's price is not today's price.
0: You ordered Diet Coke. That's a joke, right? <laughs> oh, such a good album. <laughs> oh, that's the one thing that makes me want to try cocaine. I fucking hell. Hell no. I, <laughs> I can't. Uh, <laughs>
1: I'll smoke I'll smoke a whole ton of I'll smoke a whole pound of weed, like, hey, come smoke, but I ain't yeah.
0: Mm-mm michael it's been a fucking pleasure man like you said appreciate, appreciate it man got ep yeah the corner are you
1: doing any performances ain't coming up or? you know i'm really working hard on that like i reached out to a couple people um just like i haven't heard anything concrete the opportunities that i had last year are um kind of not you know panning out this year um the uh i'm pretty sure yeah, the festival you guys here have in the morning the uh 35 85, yep. yeah festival um, I reached out to them, you know, a couple months ago, and they said, you know, all the spots were filling up, but they definitely had me on a roster for, like, anything, like, last minute. Awesome, um, awesome. So, I'm like, I I know the crowd that would, you know, that comes there just for, you know, other acts. I'm like, if I'm able to even be in that same vicinity, you know, I'm I'm going to show the hell out because it's a huge crowd. Um, besides that, I haven't heard anything, but I'm going to keep myself looking because, summer is here and I need to be at these summer shows and stuff so I know there's a couple of things I've been looking at in Cedar Rapids and Cedar Falls so it's just a matter of contacting them and then getting a, lift of, a list of songs because I really want to drop this single first and then be like okay here's what I'm gonna do you know I want to mm-hmm. perform these songs like that so yeah that's a good
0: first step to yeah. put out that shit
1: but it's not like I don't have you know a plethora of of, of catalog of songs but I want to perform you know new material as well um, so it's really just looking out like hey which venues can I contact that have shows that would be in my lane because a lot of what I'm seeing unfortunately is hip hop and that's not mm. my lane um, I see the opportunities and I don't shy away from it but I know it's like it's going to be different I don't mind different but I see like it's not my lane it's not I'm not hip hop I'm afro pop you know afrobeat. so sure. it's a you know taking grace but in other cities and states there's opportunities which I don't mind traveling and stuff
0: mm. so well, that's good that you like wanting to travel and kind mm-hmm. of look past it because yeah, I, I you know as much as I you know put Iowa up and like it, there can be something very limiting to like oh yeah staying in your box. So it's good that you're doing that, man. Yeah, I know at some point in time I gotta leave, I gotta move out Iowa. <laughs> yeah, because
1: like I can't keep putting out music, you yeah. know. Here and... it is cheap to live here though. That's the thing. That... Hey, I don't mind that. I don't, <laughs> I, I can move how I want to move. Paying, you know, I don't I don't stress about the living here. Like it's very it's very cheap. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, you you probably heard you got to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. That's very
0: true. That's very true. Yeah. All right. Michael, this has been a fucking pleasure, man. Appreciate Uh, it. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a few days per usual. All right. Uh, Stay cool, everybody. Stay Stay cool. It's hot.